program of Women at the Well Ministries, where our highest priority is making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk with Jesus Christ. Hello, and thank you for joining us in this podcast of Conversations as We Walk with Jesus. This is a podcast of Woman at the Well Ministries, and I am Pastor Kimmy Miller alongside Erica Close. Hello, everyone. And we make up Woman at the Well Ministries. Thank you for choosing to spend the next few moments with us as we discuss the topic of how to be the friend that Jesus has called us to be. We're going to pivot around the scriptures in 1 John 3, 17 through 19 and Matthew 25, 34 through 46. And Erica's going to read for us the 1 John 3, 17 through 19 first. Sure. All right. 1 John 3, 17 through 19. But whoso hath this world's good, and seeth his brothers have need, and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And hereby we know that we are of the truth, and shall assure our hearts before him. Well, I believe that's pretty clear. (laughs) If we have something and we know someone's in need, it is required of us as children of God to give that to them. Wouldn't the world be a much better place if people followed that? Absolutely. It's it's so clear when it talks about whoever has this world's good. You know, we all we all have so much not just goods, right? But we have good. And we are, so many of us are so incredibly blessed with good that we certainly have plenty to share with those who don't have what we have. You know, I, I know this is kind of a stretch perhaps on this verse, but what hit my heart, and I think the Spirit spoke to me, was how often we are negative. We are negative people sometimes. And we all have those friends that you know when you talk to them, you're going to leave feeling drained and you're going to feel negative. And what I thought when you said, we have good, Jesus dwells in us. The Holy Spirit lives in us. Don't be like the person who has no hope because hope lives in us. We should not be negative Nellies. Mm -hmm. We should be the people who are speaking life into them you know and when you talk about having all of of the the good of jesus's good that is in us and within us you know there's a line in that song that is you know about the goodness of god i have lived in the goodness of god you know we live in this we have so much to give 
but we can't just live in his goodness, right? His goodness was never meant just to be in us. God's goodness is meant to flow through us. And we have to be, you know, in a place where we have eyes to see, you know, the needs of others. You know, the the King James here says, you know, shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him. Like we're not supposed to shut off the compassion. We're supposed to see the need and respond, which is exactly what God does for us all the time. But that's what we're called to do is to, you know, see the need and immediately sort of see need, engage compassion and understand, you know, what is it that, that we can do? Because this verse ends that First um, John three seventeen ends with how dwelleth the love of God in him. And I think that's really clear. If we, if we ha- are blessed and we're not giving, where's the evidence that the love of God is in us? And it's sort of scary if we don't have evidence for, um, for the love of God in us. The verse 18 goes on to say that, you know, we're not supposed to love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. Now, truly, we can say kind things to each other and we can, you know, build each other up in the Lord and, you know, be good and kind in our words to each other. But we also need to be physically demonstrating that love, you know, indeed, in the deeds and the things that we do as an outpouring of the love of God that dwells in us. You know, that's the same kind of thing that I believe we are demonstrating what God has done for us, gives us an absolute wonderful opportunity to witness for him. People will see a difference in us because the world holds tightly to things. And the world is like my four and no more. And the world is like, you know, I'm going to take care of mine first. And, you know, there's nothing left for anyone else. But Jesus teaches us to love others first. And when we do that by helping those in need, we are being his hands and feet. And so I'd like for you to turn, if you would, to Matthew 25, 34 through 46 and begin to read that for us. But before you do, I just want to give this thought in your mind where when we hold on tightly to something, we have nothing left to grasp on to something else even better and greater that he has for us. So we have to live open-handed. All right, so we're in Matthew chapter 25, starting in verse 34, and we're going to go through 46. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father, and inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungered, and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me in. Naked, and ye clothed me. I was sick, and ye visited me. I was in prison, and ye came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee a hungered, and fed thee, or thirsty, and gave thee drink? When saw we thee a stranger, and took thee in, or naked, and clothed thee? Or when saw we thee sick, or in prison, and came unto thee? And the king shall answer, and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye have done it unto the least of these my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was in hunger, and ye gave me no meat, and I was thirsty, and ye gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me not in, naked, and ye clothed me not. 
sick and in prison, and he visited me not. Then shall they also answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee a hungered, or a thirst, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister unto thee? Then shall he answer them, saying, Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as ye did it not to one of the least of these, ye did it not to me. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into life eternal. Those are pretty strong words. They're very strong words because I think they make very clear the fact that, you know, the love of God is what overflows in us, right? The love of God is what is perfected in us and allows us to see the needs of others. And that's not to say that it's impossible to take care of others if you don't know who Jesus is. But when it is the love of God in you that is fine-tuning your understanding of the needs of others, and you're in a position where you can hear the Holy Spirit prompting you to meet the needs of others, you're best able to fulfill his purposes. You know, we often talk about being God's hands and feet, you know, in this world. And, you know, I can drive down the road and think I see a need and meet that need. But I need to be making sure that I'm listening because I may think that looks like something I need to do or somebody I might need to help. But we need to make sure that we're in tune to the presence of the Holy Spirit in us so that we're meeting the needs that he actually wants us to be meeting. That is so true. I'm so grateful for the prompting of the Holy Spirit and for the way that God sees the needs of everyone. And he promises us in Philippians that he will provide our every need. He will give us the strength to do. So we don't need to worry about wearing ourselves out or not having what we need because God says that when we are following his prompt and it's his assignment for us, that he will supply our every need and he will give us the strength to do it. So that pretty much leaves us out of any kind of excuses that we might have. <clears throat> it just gives us an opportunity, as you said, to be his hands and feet, but we need his eyes to see the need and the compassion and his ears to hear him when he speaks. I love if we just pop back to, you know, our passage in first John chapter three and first John three nineteen says and hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. You know, those that are in the first part of that passage in Matthew that, you know, fed someone that needed food and clothed someone that was naked, you know, the actions and how we live our lives and how we listen to, to what the Lord asks us to do in our lives are how we know that we are children of the truth, right? That we're, we're children of God and that we're living in the truth. And it, it assures our hearts before him. You know, when we, we have legal assurances, right? An assurance is like a promise, right? It's like a, it's almost like a contract. You know, when something is assured, it is set. And I want my heart to be assured before him. But clearly that's something that, that happens when we live our lives in response to all that he has done for us. 
That is so true. And, you know, we started out this podcast and have continued on the theme of how to be the friend that Jesus has called us to be. And one thing for sure to answer that question is we need to know him. We need to know who he is. We need to know how he operates. We need to know what his commandments are. And we need to know that he is a personal God with a personal plan for each of us. And he has modeled a life to show us how to be friends to others. And he has shown us how to be a friend by how he is to us. And so these scriptures that we've had the privilege of just playing in in this podcast and talking about it, we're hoping that they just whet your appetite for a hungering of the scriptures and a thirsting of the word of God and an absolute desire to be filled with the presence of the Holy Spirit and to know, have an, a, a working relationship with the Holy Spirit that God has placed in you when you believe on him. And we're just so thankful that it's a relationship that he gives us all of him when we get saved, but he doesn't get all of us sometimes. And it's a work in progress. And I'm so grateful for salvation and the work of sanctification. And I am so grateful that God never gives up on me. And we are so looking forward to our next time that we can be together. And we just ask that you would continue um, to search the scriptures, look at the website at Woman at the Well Ministries. But most of all, ask God, what would you like for me to be doing for you to further your kingdom and allow others to know you? Any parting thoughts, Erica? I'm just so incredibly thankful. You know, we have done this series of programs about friendship. And I'm so thankful for the friendship that we have with God and the friendship that we have with others that he places in our lives, that we get to further that kingdom in fellowship and in community with others. Well, we are looking forward to hearing from you guys. Please feel free to visit our website at womanatthewellministries.org or w a to wm.org and just let us know what's on your mind and how God has touched you. But until we hear from you again, or until you visit our next podcast, then we would just ask that you just go with God and have your daily conversation with him. Thank you all for joining us today in this program of Woman at the Well Ministries. We pray that it has been a blessing to you, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our website or our Facebook page. You can find us at watwm.org and at facebook.com slash watwm, where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your personal walk with God. Woman of the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you would like to partner with Women at the Well Ministries, please visit our website at watwm.org. We would like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. Greatly appreciate your prayers. Know that we pray for our listeners. Remember that God loves you and you are loved. Everybody is wearing a frown, but she stands out like sunshine.
Happy girl.